everybody, welcome to Game Off Podcast, episode number 12. This week we got news about Telltale being revived. We also have some news that's going to infuriate the incels. Cyberpunk doesn't have binary gender options. No. Oh no. <laughs> uh, our fireside chat this week, as always, uh, will be accompanied thereafter by the showcase of the week. Remnant from the Ashes by Gunfire Games. I'm your co-host, Brent, a.k.a. Arcadia, along with my buddy... Andy, a.k.a. Solitalker. All right. And uh, with that, let's kick it into high gear. News, telltale. What's up, buddy? Why am I calling you buddy? I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> because we're in high gear. <laughs> That's why. Dude, I'm in, I'm in ninth right now. So, well, I mean, get ready to pump your brakes, because this is all... <laughs> A lot of not exciting news. LCG Entertainment, uh, headed by gaming giants Jamie Otley and Brian Waddle. My other buddies. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll know um, Otley from Galaxy Pass Control, the company that brought us some of those great licensed Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers games. And you may have run into Waddle uh, when he did marketing for the Havoc engine. So oh, those yeah. those titans, those behemoths of <laughs> the electronic entertainment industry have done us all the favor of buying all of Telltale's assets and then saying that they're bringing the studio back in the same way that in the way that like stuffing your dog after it dies is bringing your dog back to life. <laughs> oh. oh, I got sad. Question, yeah. where, where do they get money from? Oh, These man. two individuals. Is this, is this something that you know? I don't know this. No, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I just, I'm curious if either Telltale on all of their assets were so cheap that just two individuals could easily buy them up, or it, it was, some other mystery. It was a fucking fire sale. They could not <laughs> discount that, the rights to that Hector series fast enough. <laughs> They, yeah, I they, it was just... they didn't even realize that they had bought Puzzle Agent. It was just stuck between two pages of the Batman contract. <laughs> and it's, oh shit, yeah, I guess we could publish this too. Yeah, it's, this is just... Uh, the, these guys saying that they're bringing back Telltale, it's very, it's a very cynical, like, hey, we all want to make bring these games back and get another season of Wolf Among Us, maybe, or Batman, or Tales from the Borderlands, but like, it's just... It's just new people wearing Telltale skin in in a very gross way. And I, from what I've heard, they're, they're considering and willing to offer some of the old Telltale employees some freelance positions. Yeah, with so, the possibility of full-time in the future. Yeah. If, well, if just, everything works out. I would bet that this is just people looking to continue selling these on existing platforms. Just, hey, we already got it. Let's just... People still want to buy these games, some of them. Yeah. Put them out there. You know, get Poker Night on the, in the Inventory 2 on Switch. Let people have fun with that. Yep. No, I'm sure that's the exact thought people had as soon as they started getting pulled from every marketplace. Like, what? What? No. We gotta... <laughs> Let's get these games. Put them back. They're literally on everything. All of them are on the goddamn Windows Store, for Christ's sakes. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now you got to buy them through LCG Entertainment. 
And all so your good a- money has to mix up with that dirty Duck Dynasty money. Well, well, hashtag boycott, boys. Am I right? <laughs> um, our kid. So it sounds like a lot of like maybe promises. Do they have any concrete plans? Because if I get told that a fucking ep- second episode of Wolf Among Us is coming out and then it doesn't come out again, I will eat their faces. Their loose fitting telltale skin, I will eat right off of their faces and then I will eat their real faces. <laughs> uh, I've heard that. I was reading through some comments on Reddit and it seemed like not much had been promised other than a bunch of just, we're going to try and run it differently, keep it small, work for a, you know, for a better pipeline. What what does that mean? Try and run it differently. Like definitely (laughs) run it differently. Like don't run it into the ground. That was Telltale's playbook straight into the gutter. We're going to try and run it differently. I, I think someone else on Reddit was saying that they're going to try and increase the output and put up more games than they had been doing previously, which I That's if there's one thing that I wouldn't say about Telltale is that they weren't putting out games fast enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty much just shovelware after a certain point. Was, everything was just getting reskinned. There was the new mechanics they were adding were not really that interesting. I remember like Guardians of the Galaxy had like a flying mechanic, but it was terrible. Oh, I I forgot they even had a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah, I'm sorry for bringing that up. I really shouldn't have. (laughs) But yeah, that that was the one thing that I could discern that was different about that series was that it had a really terrible flying mechanic. So you could really feel like Star-Lord by going up and down one level by not using stairs. When I think of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the most important part of them is the part where I'm flying the ship specifically. That's the part I really wanted to make sure that they nailed. Because that's the part that means the most to me. Well, well, it's an adventure game, so bad news there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You could so, do so much with that property. You, so you could have done so much with any of the properties they had. Other than possibly Wolf Among Us, they may that may have been one that they got the most out of. Yeah. That's that's like the craziest thing about the Game of Thrones one. Like that should have been just money printing money printing money. And they like fucked it up. Like that franchise is nothing more than like political intrigue. And they somehow fucked up all like all the entire story for that. I played the first episode for it and it was just like gruesome and like every character was unlikable and it's like uh, you you missed the point of this entire series which is so funny when you look at the the com- comparative reviews to the uh the game of thrones reigns spinoff that devolver published like yeah. a year or two ago which was like universally acclaimed everyone loved it talking about how they did a great job with the story how they did a great job with the characters and feeling like it kept the right tone of the Game of Thrones universe. Yeah, and this is in a, a game where you're literally just swiping left and right to make decisions. <laughs> With a much smaller team, much simpler... Gra- like, they had yeah. everything... Telltale had everything more... Or everything working for them, and they could not get it. <laughs> well, hopefully the new guys, I've already forgotten their names, listen to our show and learn from these mistakes... And produce very good adventure games. I'm slightly hopeful. I'm glad. I'm glad that their games aren't going to be gone forever. There's merits to some of them. It's definitely like 
you know, hit and miss with all their games. But I mean, some of them I'm, I would really miss. Yeah, I I, I want to see more of it because there's not a lot of people doing adventure games in that style, like real point and click adventure games. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be cool yeah. to see more of. But I'm not also not. I'm not looking at this like some people were originally reporting it as like, hey, guys, Telltale's back. We're gonna get yeah. we're gonna get resolutions to all of those unfinished storylines and all your favorite characters and games are gonna come back. Well, I definitely know better than to believe that. <laughs> With any anything Telltale touches turns to poison. At least last <laughs> the last six years. All right, what are you gonna tell us about Cyberpunk? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get ready to get upset, boys, because CD Projekt Red, the Polish developers of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and acclaimed publisher or developers of the Witcher series, uh, very specifically Witcher 3, which is Mm -hmm. making money hand over fist for them. Uh, Their their latest and greatest game coming out next April, Cyberpunk 2077, is not going to have binary gender options. Instead, for what they are quoted as saying, being really inclusive, they're going to just give you all of the male options you could ever need to build your own male to whatever design or female should also point that out any to any gender you want um people are really mad about this people right, but if i build it myself then then it's not really like i didn't click a button to guarantee it was male though yeah exactly so there you you might miss uh one artifact somewhere on your body and suddenly you're a female that's that's how everything works right <laughs> no it's <laughs> I it it makes perfect sense. I don't know when we ever even got to the point where we were just like, "Hey, you pick pick the boy or the girl." Like it should have always been this customizable. Um, the fact that they're one of the first people that's doing it in the most open possible way has sort of made it a controversy all of a sudden, where they've literally just said, "Yeah, it's it's not it's not going to say male or female. It's going to have you know like masculine, feminine sliders, and if you want." To be, you know, a, a roided out bro, like you're, you could still do that, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, but it's not oh. like I don't have a, I don't have a certificate saying that I'm male, though. Like, so what if in this single player game, someone accidentally clocks me as being slightly effeminate? Then what? Then what happens, <laughs> though? Yeah. Then how does the dialogue work? Ooh. Who do I talk to about that? Yeah. How do I contact yeah. management and report that problem? <laughs> girls can't do boy tasks i'm not no. how am i gonna get all of my quests if i have boobs i i cannot imagine something more ridiculous to be up in arms about yeah it's i i <laughs> i go i want can can you like get in the mind of some of these people and tell me what there is to be mad about because i'm generally genuinely struggling it's just, I mean, obviously this is just a sign of the degeneration and, <laughs> and, and de- devolution of, of just social norms. The second that you allow sliders for things like masculine and feminine, you've allowed other things and those other things are even worse. So <laughs> think, think about, and while you're like thinking using about that, the same bathroom. Yeah. Well, yeah. And while you're thinking about that, think about this in the future, they're just going to want to like invent 50 new, like how if there's no binary gender, then every little gradation on there is a gender and you can't have <laughs> an infinite number of genders because then how do you count them? Yeah. 
Like, how do I make yeah. a drop down list of them when I'm designing a website or an access form? <laughs> yeah. Databases can't handle this, Andy. <laughs> thank have, thank it, you for explaining this to me. Has anyone considered the difficulty of porting existing database technology to handle granular genders? Has anyone even considered that? Did, did CD Projekt Red consider that in their hubris of adding? <laughs> you know what game also had something similar to this? Although I think it may have had the the like the the masculine or feminine baseline was Saints Row Three. Mm-hmm. I think everything everything was available. Like all the body customizations were available for both body types of either male or female body. So you could right. then add every other additional um, customization of height and weight and chest size and hair <laughs> and everything else w- was just slapped on top of whatever of the, like the 15 base bodies you picked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure they'll, they'll have templates that are very clearly like male quote unquote or female to start with. So you don't have to worry about accidentally forgetting to customize your toenails and suddenly you're running around the game with pink toenails for, you know, a hundred plus hours. So if that's what people are worried about, I want them to have something in there. I I would love for CD project red to have those base templates, some super roided out Marcus Phoenix looking guy. And then like, but secretly behind the scenes, there actually is a little flag for whether you're male and female and he's secretly female the whole time that little flag and it doesn't affect gameplay in any way in no way does it affect gameplay in no way does it affect anything it's just that little check mark that they so desperately want is flagged in the other way behind the scenes it doesn't get revealed until you beat the game <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you for playing miss <laughs> appreciate your patronage you, you've saved the world, ma'am, and we appreciate it. <laughs> I That's... really want there to just not be like a voice preview button and they just don't let you choose the, the voices. <laughs> so you start the game and you're just like looking like Marcus Venus and Phoenix and you're like, oh, yeah, let me buy some guns. <laughs> I want this, the, the, the loudest, proudest Julia Child voice on a Marcus <laughs> Phoenix body for these guys, because if if it's if they're that fragile that a game that isn't even out yet that they haven't seen the details of. And they have no concept of the story or whether or not gender plays any part of it. That just the idea of character creation described to them in abstract is given them agita. I, I just, I want nothing but the worst for them. Just, <laughs> I want like, I want that moment where I, th- I think it was one of those better early moments in Notch's career where someone was making some comment about, it being some SJW game, and so he announced that it was canon that every creature in Minecraft was gay. <laughs> I think I may be slightly misremembering the story, but I, I think he announced that like someone claimed that like oh it's it's two male sheep. How do they recreate? Like, oh, they're all gay. All the sheep, all the animals <laughs> in Minecraft are gay. It was like perfect too. Like we don't need to punish anyone. Let's let's just trolls <laughs> these fucking dildos. <laughs> I, I'm just, oh, I'm so sick of it. I, yeah. This and then last week's everyone getting all up in arms because a game company might have removed an oil of O'Gay joke on a, like, it. what is happening? I, I don't know, man. What is happening to games? 
Let's let's move on to a lighter topic that gets yeah. us off of just deep railing these fucking noobs <laughs> trying to be diplomatic. It's <laughs> gonna call them very very bad things. Anyway, hey Andy. Yeah. I have a question for you. What's that? Jeopardy. <laughs> Ah, yes. Mm. You must be re- you must be referring to the uh, wonderful Ashley Judd film Double Jeopardy. <laughs> no, I think it's Single Jeopardy. I'm going to go with Single Jeopardy. So, the, oh yeah, right. Double Jeopardy was the sequel. Single Jeopardy. She's just killed her husband. Gets away with it. Double Jeopardy. They frame her for killing her husband. Now she has to get away with it a second time. Very sneaky, those Judd girls. Yeah. We, were we talking about the game show? I I don't know. A, a, ask our producer, producer uh, Duplo. <laughs> you know, Duplo, I love your blocks. This question's confusing me though. <laughs> um, oh, I'm. I, I was. I always liked watching Jeopardy as a kid. Uh, I was always garbage at it. I remember in high school, <laughs> <laughs> I had. I was one of the. Uh, my dad got TiVo. He got. I don't remember how we ended up getting it. It might have been like a Christmas gift we got or something like that. But we got TiVo before most of my friends had gotten any kind of DVR. And I remember being able to get Jeopardy and watch it and then play it again later and know all the answers for in, in front of friends that I had over. <laughs> if that's not just the saddest thing you can imagine, <laughs> sitting and watching an episode of Jeopardy twice. Oh, my God. That is, that is, I don't, it's the it, saddest thing I've ever heard. Andy. It's, I'm, it's, I'm crying a little bit for you. Well, the, the, there was that, did I ever tell you my, my whole thing with chess master? No. Oh, this is equally sad. Um, that was, there was a girl I was dating. Um, and we spent a lot of time on the phone cause I didn't have a car or a license in high school and she really liked chess. So I just downloaded chess master and I would feed her moves into the game and then just play read off, off the moves that I that chess master made back to her as my move so she thought I was good at chess <laughs> <laughs> and then every time we get together I'd have to come up with some excuses to why I didn't feel like playing chess <laughs> sorry I'm just too good I don't want to embarrass I can't I can't look you in the eyes as I crush your spirit <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you in front of your dad okay <laughs> I'm sorry Jamie we can't I'm all, I'm all chest out today Catch me again later on the phone, maybe. <laughs> takes a lot of energy to be that good at chess. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why, so, why so do you much. need to be better at things than people? You've seen me. I didn't have much to offer. Not not um, in high school. Not in high school. I wore polyester blazers to school. I didn't have a lot dude. to offer. <laughs> but I've only the, seen the, the, the Puerto Rican gangster... Uh, photos of you oh yes yeah, so you've never seen you you've never seen me with slick back hair thinking i was andy garcia or just really long hair looking like i was wearing a woman's wig <laughs> no i need uh, to see it oh this, that's gonna be are, our new banner these are <laughs> just a, mon- a collage of me and my horrible hairstyles over the years <laughs> but back to original jeopardy so let's i've i've divulged too much we're gonna step this back <laughs> redirect here I like Jeopardy. I think it's a fun show. I, I think Alex Trebek is a is an engaging and 
and charming charismatic host and i think the format is an interesting one yes i agree <laughs> I'm, I'm too sad now andy you've depressed me <laughs> what a sad young child this is oh sandy uh, like sad, sad 18 year old andy <laughs> this isn't like Wait, have- this isn't 12 year old andy finding himself in middle school yeah trying to make friends at a new school by by being the best chess master no and jeopardy lord no I, I i tried to make friends by wearing <laughs> wearing polyester jackets and slicking my hair back like i was andy garcia well, i found a new reason to drink today <laughs> you know i've got a question for you well no you didn't tell Go us on. what you think of jeopardy um you know it's it's kind of fun to play along with unless you play along with somebody who takes it too seriously <laughs> like someone that maybe <laughs> dvrs jeopardy and, and then plays back later after learning all the answers if i were to watch it with somebody like that i would probably really fucking hate jeopardy people it's kind of fun. like that are monsters they're truly what a truly sad despicable. individual worse than people that get mad about fucking binary gender options in video games <laughs> the bottom rung <room> civilization <laughs> <laughs> the, there were a couple of classes i remember in high school that did jeopardy as like uh leading up to finals and exams and they do like class jeopardy that was always a fun day yeah no it's i, I really like the format it's really smart i never got why they phrased the questions the way they did or the answers, and then you had to answer them as questions. Like, I mean, I get it, but I don't get why that had to be the thing that they do, other than being a complete inconvenience for everyone that's playing the game. It must have been like, a, initially, that was going to be their shtick, was doing it backwards. But mm. none of the... What's real fun is if you look at the if you look at the answers as the answer someone gave to the question being asked. So someone asked, like, what is a cardinal and someone replied in that jeopardy kind of like this red bird like that kind of weird <laughs> phrase and you'd think exactly like, what a pompous asshole <laughs> who answers questions like it's a red bird it's, just, it's, it's those pretty red birds how many red birds are around here <laughs> you know the one the one that's all red all over <laughs> There's an NFL and an MLB team named after them, but they're not from the same city. Come on, man. I got a question for you, Brent. I guess you can ask. What? What? Uh, it's taking a second here to load. Oh, how about that new Star Wars trailer? Uh, haven't seen it. Okay. I. If you haven't seen it, that that was also part of my question. I had a contingency in here. Or if you haven't seen it, horoscopes. Oh. <laughs> wait she she actually planned this out yeah huh. she actually did because i hadn't seen it either so i was just gonna riff off of whatever you said <laughs> duplo you're hired for a second episode um yay horoscopes horoscopes i don't anytime someone starts to talk to me about horoscopes and i know that i'm gonna just sound start to sound like the most negative human ever but <laughs> i think duplo sets me up for the shit but Every time someone talk, starts talking about horoscopes, I'm immediately like, oh, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to hear any of this. It's it's fine that people get into horoscopes. It's like one of the weird, like people, everyone has weird things. I'm sure I have weird things. Not weird to me. I love things. But it, it's just like, I, 
if you're not into horoscopes, they're the most fucking boring thing ever. I'm not saying I don't believe in them because they're total, complete horseshit. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that they're just boring. And <laughs> you just don't want to hear about other people's horoscopes. I, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, oh, my, my horse. Like, this doesn't actually happen that much. So I'm not like really mad. I'm just Again, being... it feels like you're talking about one person, one person <laughs> yeah. that you know that did horse that was like really into them, and you were just sick of hearing Greg talk about how he was a Virgo and whatever that meant. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> Learn what a cardinal is. No one cares about your shitty fucking Leo past. Um. It's it. That's really all it is. It's like I don't, I don't. I'm not. I'm really not saying that people are dumb for believing in horoscopes. It's just. It's like. Oh no, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a like. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm just going to leave it at that. If you're not into it, it's boring as shit. If you're into it, that's fine. Enjoy your life. You heard it here first. Brent allows you to be into horoscopes. Should you be? Someone who's into them. Brent is okay with it. <laughs> He's not going to order you by executive decree to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's sort of interesting. It's sort of like being labeled as something and then you're just like leading your... It, it, like how people who have a certain last name that is also a career path and they go along that career path. I sort of feel like horoscopes end up being that, where it's like, oh, like, I'm a cancer. I am a cancer. But, oh, I'm a cancer, so I'm a cancer to society. No, that's not how that works. It, it's like... <laughs> is, I was, this, is this something that someone told you, that you were a cancer to society? Well, some of our internet comments are not very nice. <laughs> JK, we don't have any of those. Um, no, not at all. Yeah, I always get the Chinese horoscopes confused, too. Anyway, who cares? I'm bored talking about horoscopes. What's your take on horoscopes, Andy? I don't really have a lot of experience with them. I know I, I was a Taurus and that was the thing that I was. I, you know, it was just never anything that I, I went, went into beyond that. I remember I went to summer camp once in, I don't know, fifth grade. And there was like, you were there for the week and you were going to make a little newspaper. I was taking a journalism class there at like age nine. Cause that's what, you know, nine year olds should be learning about. And <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, really. we're gonna do journalism. Everyone can write a little thing, write two things for the uh, for the newspaper, and we'll, we'll we'll print it out and you can give it to your parents at the end of the week. And every all anyone wanted to write were movie reviews and horoscopes. There were like thirty <laughs> different horoscope columns in there, and <laughs> you look at them and you're like, well, these all contradict each other. It can't be real because all of these kids wrote completely different horoscopes for Taurus. So. <laughs> Yep. That just blew the lid off the whole thing for me. <laughs> Poor Andy realized at age nine that horoscopes and Santa were bullshit. Yeah. On the both, same day. Both from the same issue of the Summer Place Gazette. <laughs> yeah, that's what the movie reviews were for. Fucking Santa Claus. It's like, well, Santa can't be real if Tim Allen is Santa Claus. Therefore, oh no. And what I really wanted was for someone to tell me that Tim Allen wasn't real. But it just <laughs> wouldn't happen. <laughs> Another dream deferred. Oh, so we we moving on to our uh, our showcase here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Showcase. What do you got for us this week, Andy? Oh wait, I guess we should preclude this by saying I didn't do a game this week because I've been unwell uh, because of all of the news about the gender options. And no, I just have been <laughs> actually unwell. 
Um, and I just didn't play video games. I just sort of sat in a vegetative state and watched TV. And that's where that story ends. Andy, Remnant. <laughs> that's a pretty good story. I liked it. <laughs> so I guess the t- general idea of Remnant is it's apparently a Souls-like made by the Darksiders folks. If you remember that game series, I think they put one out last year and people kind of forgot about it. I know, but I mean, like they did though, didn't they? Yeah, it was, it was, it was successful for THQ Nordic, but yeah, nobody talks about it anymore. It was like not Souls-like enough, but it also wasn't Darksiders enough, which is like read as not Zelda enough. Yeah, I... I feel Darksiders has such potential, but I just feel like every outing is just, it's like a solid C minus. They've got, there's a lot of really good stuff in there, but they just don't stick the landing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it seems like it's all a polished thing. I've only played the first one and every time that game fell down and it was like, it was literally just like, oh man, if they spent like five more hours thinking about this, like it would have been great. Mm. Which, uh, you know, Actually, I don't know how I was going to tie that back into Remnant. So I'm just going to just jump back into Remnant. Remnant is the game I was playing this week, Remnant from the Ashes. And it's a Souls-like, I've heard. I don't have a lot of experience with Dark Souls. I bought the first one when it came out for Xbox. Uh, I think I actually like pre-ordered it and got it. You know, Amazon mailed it to me the day it came out. And I put, like, uh, between it and the, the re-release for PC, I think I've put, like, 40 hours into it. And it's not fun. Oh. <laughs> that's my hot take oh boy yeah i mean obviously i need to get good and not be trash at it but i i really wanted to like <laughs> dark souls i really did everything about it sounded like something i would enjoy except the part where i was playing and it wasn't fun <laughs> so i was well, really <laughs> yeah, go ahead i was just gonna say my opinion differs and then that is all no oh, yeah oh yeah i know just i know let that, it be known that that is not the opinion of the entire of, of both hosts of the show. <laughs> but I, I won't I won't deride you for having an opinion other than to say that you're wrong and you're a big stupid idiot. But <laughs> please continue. I, all I'm saying is that I played it and I didn't have fun playing it. So I can only derive one conclusion from it, which is that I played it wrong. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If if I had Hold some your controller right side up, Andy, for Christ's sakes. If I had somehow, from the mana of the universe, just naturally known what class and everything to do and where to put things, or gone online and read a guide, which I also to- was told I shouldn't re- go online and read a guide unless I'm a loser and a pansy, <laughs> and I can't just figure it out myself, because like games used to be hard. And maybe you didn't know that, Brent, <laughs> with your let's play, let's go Pikachu games. But games used to be like difficult. Oh, sake. <laughs> so Rem- Remnant is in is in the lines of games like that, in that it is a, apparently a Souls like, but with guns. You are a character in the late apocalypse times where some kind of evil has been unleashed from another dimension or whatever through roots that glow red and create demons and other demon-like creatures. Mm. 
and you're in a kind of generic underground factory thing, and you use weird glowing red crystals to teleport yourself around the world, helping out the factory people, fighting back these evil root demons, shooting up all in their faces, and taking back the land, and there's something about a, a lighthouse or an island or something like that. I don't know. It might, it might just be the plot of that movie Darkness Falls. I'm not really sure. Yeah, or maybe you're thinking of Bioshock. It might be Bioshock. Maybe I played Bioshock for the last week. Also, Darkness Falls? What a weird <laughs> reference. <laughs> that, that had a lighthouse, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailers, and I, and I was like, ooh, the name, the word darkness is in it. I'm 12. I really want to see this. And then it looked like <laughs> total trash. Like, I oh. remember... I remember seeing it, and I remember it having a really weird twist at the end. Is it, is it too late to spoil Darkness Falls? Please, please fucking spoil it. I don't I, watch this movie. I think it has something to do with the Tooth Fairy. What? It's been a long time since I've seen Darkness Falls, but I think it has something to do with the Tooth You know, actually, I want to confirm this right now. Darkness Falls Tooth, tooth Fairy. Yep. Darkness Falls <laughs> Tooth Fairy. immediately. Yep. It, it, it's in some way involving the tooth fairy. Okay, I'm not going to go and read that. I'm going to read it after we're done here. I'm going to go rewatch it. But there was a lighthouse. I'm like 90% sure of it. Remember it the was... movie Pulse? No. What was Pulse? Pulse was a horror movie starring Kristen Bell where uh, monsters would come through electricity. And, and like the whole theme, I think, was that cell phones and electricity were destroying the world. Because the demons could use them. Oh. And so they had to like turn all of civilization into like a electricity less environment. Otherwise the demons came for them. That's all I remember. That's that's what it reminded me of. Kind of. Oh. This is real, really mediocre mid 2000s horror movie. I'm totally going to watch this. I'm going to watch Pulse. I'll report back probably in, in October times when I actually get around to it. Okay. But, uh, uh, wow, the, Ricky Lindholm's in this? Brad Dorif? Or Brad Dorif, or however you pronounce the last name? Octavia Spencer? That's a, oh, really? Christina Milian? That's a hell of a cast. Yeah, man. You're missing out. Yeah, well, shit, I'm going to go check that out. Well, it's now a horror-themed episode. Yeah, yeah, this is this is, this is the spooky podcast. Spook <laughs> off. I'm your spooky skeleton, Andy, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Remnant <laughs> from the Ashes. It's a game where you fight tree people and they're trying to take <laughs> over the world. <laughs> oh, that's not very spooky at all. It's not. It's it's not. I, no, it's not. It's not spooky. Um, the general combat, I understand, is kind of like Dark Souls in that it's very like you roll out of the way to dodge attacks and then you find an opening and you attack again. But also there's guns, so it's very range based where you shoot people in the face. And, and they do a lot of the dark... my language. Yeah, they, they do the Dark Souls thing where you've got this item that definitely isn't an Estus flask that you can only use three times before you stop at a place that definitely isn't a campfire <laughs> and it recharges itself and you can get upgrades that will allow you to use your not Estus flask a couple more times between not campfires. <laughs> You've got a limited amount of ammo that replenishes itself at the campfires. Um, but it does a lot of things that I, there are a lot of things that it does that I like that dark souls did that I didn't like, but it also does a lot of things horribly wrong. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Should I keep going with this or did you have specific stuff you wanted me to jump into? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So with, we're, we're changing the format again. Surprise, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're going, I'm going to be asking Andy a series of questions about the game. And Andy's going to answer them. And after he's done, if he finds that there's any poignant information that we didn't cover, he will also cover that. And then we will uh, wrap up. That's it. All right. So you, you pretty much already covered my first question, which is, is it Dark Souls? And if not, why not? <laughs> I think the things that, you know, granted, I've only played Dark Souls 1 and a, and a short amount of Dark Souls 2. Mm-hmm. Like not not a ton of ton of it. I I bought it used at a GameStop and played it for like two or three hours, and I was like, I don't. It's still not fun. It's still not a good game. So uh, it definitely feels Dark Soulsy in that the movement is slow. the The combat is very deliberate. Uh, at least the melee combat is, and it's very much dodge attack, dodge attack. There's no blocking or parrying that I've come across. Mm-hmm. It's very not Dark Souls in that it is not as punishing, I don't think. You don't lose as much progress if you die. You okay. go back to the, the campfire, the not campfire, and those can be pretty spread out. <laughs> but you don't, the, you, there's no souls that you're trying to collect and then have to bring back to bank. So you don't you don't have that that loss, which makes some of the not well-balanced boss fights feel better. Like, there are times where I was in a not well-balanced boss fight and thinking, like, man, if this is Dark Souls and I just died like this, I'd be fucking pissed. Right now, I'm just a little irritated. (laughs) I'm mildly inconvenienced. The the boss fights are probably where it differs biggest. That's horribly phrased. From Dark Souls, in that they're very... um, a crowd control or what do you, there's a term for when you've got a, a, a boss thing you're fighting and it just keeps summoning minions. It's uh... that it's that every boss that you fight also spawns minions around it and is also attacking you. So it's kind of overwhelming at times because you have to keep fighting these things off that are infinitely spawning while also trying to do okay. damage to this other thing that can kill you in two hits. Yeah, I mean, in, in MMOs, it's just called ad spawn. Pretty, yeah. pretty spot on. So it's it's a lot of that. Every boss that I've encountered so far, and I've not beaten the game, but um, I'm, I'm a decent amount into it. I think I've put maybe about 10 hours in, 12 hours. Okay. And I think it's like a 16-hour game. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a procedurally generated game, so you can get a pretty good idea of, of it in that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. It's The bosses don't feel as like you have an... an Dark Souls of like you versus this huge fucking thing hmm. because there are all these minions that are being spawned that you're fighting off so it, it, it kind of you lose that epic battle f- feel hmm. but you still have that yeah. feeling of like oh thank fucking Christ it's over when you <laughs> finally kill the thing after yeah. respawning 20 times it'd be real hard to nail that that same dark souls feeling in a co-op game especially a shooter just because it's very much mono a mono in dark souls yeah so it's like you david versus goliath a lot of the times there's in a co-op it'd be like david versus goliath and his army yeah that's very much what it feels like and at least up until today they released a patch which fixed a lot of the co-op balancing it was 
you were better off not playing co-op because it didn't scale properly when you added more people in. God, God. And it it made the game like way harder than it should if you added a second person in. Nothing pisses me off more. I'm glad <laughs> they patched it. Yeah, that has been patched. There was a, there's a pretty large patch today that fixed a lot of if, if issues. Added an FOV slider for PC, which it desperately needed. Right, so that that's that's my general uh, answer to how similar is it to Dark Souls. Oh, and um, actually, one other thing that I will throw in there is that it's much more, which I think I think this was what people said about Dark Souls Two. Uh, it's much more linear in there's really only one direction to go at any given time. Oh, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Third person procedural looter shooter is this a fair designation and. How many more keywords can you add to this? I'll tell you, it doesn't feel procedural just because of the nature of the maps, because it is just a burnt out city or a sewer. Like that's the majority of the environments that you're in are these kind of walking through these burnt out city streets. So it's kind of in the same way that like there were times where I'd I'd be playing the division where it didn't really matter that it was based on New York City because it was just another alleyway. Like, okay, it's cool that this is a real alleyway, but it's it's identical in, in practice to 30 other alleyways in this game. <laughs> so who cares? Like yeah. that this is procedural. I don't I don't know why I would ever like I don't see myself going back and playing through another campaign. So it if it was procedural or not doesn't really matter. Hmm. Like I feel like procedural only makes a difference in like roguelites where you're constantly quickly going through areas over and over again or yeah, right. something that has like a very dyn- or has a lot of different ways to play it so you would run the campaign over and over again which this doesn't have doesn't seem to have that either as a loot whore how, how can i indulge in this game it, it's i think looter shooter may not be a great description of it because it's you're not like walking around picking up a ton of weapons and armor you okay. pick up some material. There, there is equipment, though, right? Yes, there is yeah. equipment, and there yeah. are mods, uh, which are just if I, if essentially just spells or you know, things that you can put on your equipment. But you're, it's. I think there's a, like maybe ten or fifteen total weapons in the game, mm. and they're not randomly generated. It's this is the hunting rifle, and you'll find enough materials that you can keep upgrading it. And I've got mine to level five now, but that that's kind of it. This is the hunting rifle that you're that you've got, right. and there is also like there's a coach gun, and a shotgun, and an assault rifle, but that's it. It's just the assault rifle. So it, you're not yeah, that, really picking up a little that too. Yeah, as long as there's like some RPG elements to it, like it's, it seems to retain the appeal. Like I think lo- looter shooter sort of gets a bad rap because you expect Borderlands and like a thousand right. guns dropping constantly, but it doesn't need to be that. No, and this is much more in the, like, you're finding materials, and then you're using those to buy from a set pool of items, and... Hmm. Which, which I mean, like, I guess... more manageable. I guess it's kind of, in, it, like, in the same way that Dark Souls had loot. You'd go and you'd find and buy new weapons, but hmm. it was, like, they were set weapons that existed within that world. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was not randomized loot at all in Dark Souls, other than, like, some of the crafting materials that would drop off certain mods. Everything right. dropped from a specific guy or had a 
Well, I guess the, the Black Knights had drop rates. There's a couple of drop rates. For the most part, you're finding one item here 100% of the time, or this boss drops this, or this boss drops this, if you meet certain conditions. It's like 95% of all the things in that game. The the one thing I'll say this with the RPG elements, and that was a, a big complaint I had with Dark Souls, was there were so many things to upgrade, and, I, and it really did a very poor job right. conveying what any of them meant and how, where you should be focusing your efforts. And if you read online, yeah. they're very, like, it's not a, oh, you can kind of do it. Like, no, it's there's very clear things that you want to do in a certain order. Yeah, yeah, and the first one especially, because you could modify it with, like, a thousand different, you could go off into, like, a dozen branches of every individual weapon, which is basically, like, you can enchant a weapon, and then you can also upgrade it after it's enchanted into a completely different branch. It definitely what? got overwhelming. Whereas this, like, it basically breaks it down into traits. So you've got, you know, every time you level, yeah. you get a trait point that you can assign to a trait. And the trait is more health or more experience or, you know, take less range damage, do more range damage, do more crit damage. Like, very clearly spelled out, this is the so trait, this is what it does. Does it have, like, numeric levels or does it uh, just, like, after you've reached a certain amount of experience, you get a trait point. Uh, it's, yeah, it's essentially that. You kill stuff, you gain experience, and then you uh, you do level. I think you have, like, trait level 36 or whatever, but the only thing that you're doing is assigning a trait point. Okay. And, which is interesting, and I, and I, and I hadn't seen a lot of games do stuff like this. You don't start with the full suite of traits, they become unlocked as you play the game. So when you start, the only thing you have, you can add points to is health, stamina, and um, essentially mana generation. Okay. And as you move on, it adds in, all right, now you can do more headshot damage. And then that's a trait that you can put stuff into. Can you feel the difference from like level to level or is it like just negligible? The health ones, not so much because everything, you know, a very similar to Dark Souls, everything does a lot of damage. Mm. But the ones for like uh, headshot damage or for weak point damage, for range damage, it seems like I feel like it's made a difference. That could just be all in my head, <laughs> but it seems like it is. Compare the game to the Division 2 for me. I know it's your favorite game of the year. <laughs> so, I, I'll tell you, I'm having a lot more fun with, with Remnant, and I was not expecting to have fun with this game at all. I wanted to try it because I was intrigued by the whole Dark Souls with Guns idea. And a lot of the things that people were describing as things they didn't like about Remnant, like the fact that the boss battles were more focused on minion control than they were on one-on-one, -on -one, that I liked. I liked that aspect of it. And, and I didn't like the one-on-one -on -one battles in Dark Souls as much. So I was I was intrigued by that. And I'm really enjoying this to the point where I'm not... I recognize a lot of the flaws, but they don't bug me as much as they did in The Division, where like every time I entered a menu, it was just like being slapped in the face by all of the horrible decisions they made and how they laid out their <laughs> their inventory system. Like it's like ending a relationship, and now suddenly you see all the things that you knew were there that bugged you about that person are now just increased a thousandfold because you don't like them anymore. 
word. Uh, so I that is a, there's a lot of little things, you know, the little things that bug me with both games that don't bother me as much with with Remnant. But the division felt very I don't know, it was so open, like the map and it felt so aimless. That contrast with the dungeons so harshly because those were such linear scripted events. And it, it it felt just that you were such like, oh, and then you're back out of the world. And like, oh, right. Nothing happens out here. <laughs> Everything waited for me. Thank God. Yeah. And that didn't it didn't have a, as much of a problem in Division One. Whereas this, the dungeons are just. More go around and shoot stuff. It, they're right. not. They're also equally laid out in, again, being procedurally generated. So you don't have that weird switching back and forth and i don't feel the need like the division constantly made you go back to the home base to turn in quests to to sell a couple of things like all of the things that are awful about looter shooters that just keep pulling you out of the part of the game that's fun where you're shooting things yeah. as no come back to the base because you can only hold three items and you're over encumbered and you can't actually <laughs> apply mods into over here you got blueprints but you can't build them on the fly so come back to the base where none of the shooting happens oh, like just all There's... of that horrible Rem- that reminds does... me more of fucking skyrim oh, <laughs> oh good i killed a dragon now i have to go back to town at, at least dragon bones are so heavy at least Skyrim, the towns had things in them that were going on. That yeah. especially in the division, it, the the game is like the towns are just a, a glorified menu. All you're doing is walking from one spot to another to interact with another person, which just brings up a menu. Why am I walking around here? Why are you making me walk through this? All I'm doing is going over there, sell all, walk all the way back yeah. here, go over here, turn and quest. That's not fun. That's not a fun part <laughs> of the game. I didn't buy the game to walk around a town. Yeah. No, it, it should really be like a, a Matrix jack-in where you just like are in a town and then you can do everything from one menu. You know, like I, I get why they want you to go back to town, but it's stupid to make you walk around to every individual person. Did you ever play uh, Elite Dangerous? Uh, Very briefly. I There's a lot I disliked about that game, but... One of the things I loved was that when you landed or you docked with a station, it was just a menu. Here's the tab to buy and sell shit. Here's the tab to do stuff yeah. with your ship. Here's the tab to look at you. Like, and it's okay, do, 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 and then I'm out again. It just, yeah. it yeah, felt that, so... That makes perfect sense for that game. It felt so quick and nice. And the uh, Remnant has that problem as well, but because it it calls you back to town so infrequently that it, it doesn't feel like a huge ass ache. So it's, I'd say it's better than, than the division in that sense. Um, the combat also just feels like the gunplay feels really good in, in remnant because it's slower and it's more, kind of more, I guess, dark souls. That's in like your, your rate of fire is slower and your shots really need to be kind of on center mass or headshots because you need these things to land. You're not just like, laying out with an LMG and then firing a shit ton of grenades and then ducking behind cover. Like it feels yeah. more I, there was some game and I I still can't place it, but where where the combat felt similar of like this all of your shots need to be good shots and need to land. 
and you need to kind of be more aware of your ammo and more aware of because it's not a cover based game you need to be aware of your your lines and who can get line of sight on you and where people are yeah it's a good time better than the division two by far (laughs) that's pretty much all my questions on the game anything you'd like to add about remnant yeah there's a couple of things because Hmm. it's i'm really enjoying it but there's definitely problems with it and one of the things that it made me realize and i just i want to ask this question to any of the game developers of which there are none that are that are listening to this why are there fucking stamina meters in town why can't i run full stop in town there's no (laughs) enemies to fight in town it's such a bad idea it's so fucking stupid it's not fun it's not fun I like I hate stamina meters in most games anyways because they're usually not fun. They don't like at least with a game like Dark Souls, it's part of the gameplay is managing your stamina. So that's Yeah. But I think I think of a game like Far Cry. Why is why did would it did it ever have stamina meters? Just let me run. Yeah, especially in an open world game. It's like I got places to be. Exactly. I have traversal I need to do. This, this game has the same problem with a lot of other games where there's a save point right behind right before a boss fight, but it's not directly outside the door. It's like a 15 second walk to the door. Why? There's nothing to fight in between the save point and the door. I don't need... Like, I can do all of my healing and prep standing still. Yeah. It's not something that only has to be done walking. Why do I have to die, respawn, walk 15 seconds? Just right outside. Right outside the door. Yeah. And it's not, those aren't unique problems to Remnant. These are problems that a lot of games seem to have, but I'm just, I'm still seeing them in Remnant. I'm like, how are we not past this? And I'm going to make one final hot take here. And I'm, I'm going to say something that I think is objectively true and cannot be disputed. Sewer levels aren't fun. Somehow you've managed to bring this up two, two episodes in a row. And you didn't even start playing Remnant since the last episode. I know. They're just, they're not fun. Stop putting them in games. <laughs> I, I feel it so strongly, I had to say it twice. Stop putting <laughs> sewers in games. They're not fun. It, it's yeah, like... I mean, other than like them being aesthetically unique, they're not interesting environments. They're no. just w- wet tunnels. They very quickly lose their interest. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's like how there was that period of time where every game had to have like a mandatory vehicle section and a mandatory turret section. And then at some point we realized like, Oh yeah, this doesn't make sense. We need to stop doing these. (laughs) These aren't, nobody likes this. These aren't fun in every game. They're fun in a couple of games where it makes sense and it's well done, but they're not necessary in every game. It's not a rule. Yeah. We should do the same thing with sewers. Just get rid of them. (laughs) Except in, I think hashtag no more obligatory sewers. Yeah. Just think of something else. That, or or don't just, just or keep don't. it fluid. Yeah. Stop stop making the same shit over and over again. Yeah, and and, and listen to me when I give very simple idea ideas <laughs> and advice for things just like general quality of life improvements and UI. Just <laughs> it's so simple. Hear our cries. We're not going to see the ramifications of our our desperate and uh, well regarded cries for a few years, Andy. This is how game development works. I understand that. I understand that. But tables are the easiest way to compare data. 
It's easy to it's easy to do. Why is every game a spreadsheet? They're effective. It's very easy to compare two items when I can see all of their stats at once in a table. When it's two things that are like side by side and kind of askew, so one's slightly higher up than the other, and they're like they don't even have comparable stats because like oh well this one has a spread but this one's a rifle so we don't even have a spread stat on it what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) all of the information you know it's there behind the scenes there's just a big table why don't these games have download to csv options god damn it (laughs) ah okay so that is the end of that rant (laughs) okay well uh, for everyone that was interested, the idea of the new format was basically, like, I don't know too much about the game, um, so all I did in preparation for this was to watch a trailer, um, and that gave me some ideas for those questions, because that was those were my impressions of the games, so it puts me in the seat of someone, maybe like you, the listener, who hasn't played this game yet and is thinking about buying it. So that, that's where the whole format stemmed from. Um, we're going to be trying that out for at least a few more weeks. Give us yeah. feedback if you like it. I think it's an exciting Or new, if you don't. I think it's an exciting new uh, take on it. I think I think it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. People enjoy when we talk, apparently. So, so the they, feedback goes. So they say. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's all I got for this week. Um, anything you'd like to add? Uh, I, just to wrap it up, uh, I think it's a good game. I would recommend it. I think that if you're the kind of person that can go into it and not just keep saying, well, this doesn't do this like Dark Souls and like not thinking of it as like a, I need to compare this to Dark Souls the whole time, you can have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's healthy to do ever within any game, unless it's a Dark Souls sequel. Yeah, yeah. And it, this is this is not that it does not have the the depth of lore. It does not have the the emergent, you know, the emergent storytelling that Dark Souls does. But if you want to shoot stuff in the face with guns slowly, I can't think of a better game that came out last week. <laughs> Glowing praise. Thank you. Oh, I, I got to put it on the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird being so like disconnected from this whole process. Uh, Where is it rank 80? I'm going to put it. So I'm looking at the list here. I'm going to put it. Between Anthem and Bloodstained, so it's gonna be it's gonna be number ten. It's a good place for it. Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds better than Anthem. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I honestly, it sounds like I'd quite enjoy this game, and more than uh, I'm, I'm more interested now than I was before we started this episode. And I was only I was only kind of interested, but there was like. There was like really loose hype around the game, so it just didn't really translate. It, probably just because it's like a du- double A developer and not a triple A. Well, it's, it's forty bucks, which is a l- Ooh, little cheaper than usual. That's worth noting, right? Yeah, forty bucks. Save some buckarinos. They've already done at least you know two or three patches, so you know that they're at least actively working to get it fixed. Yeah, we're. That's always good news. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it servicey at all, or is it very much just no. what it is, and then they're going to add more shit later? No, I, I have not felt any kind of. There's not been anyone trying to sell me gold or gems. 
Uh, there's no, oh. there's no skins that I've run into. Yeah, that's definitely worth noting. I've not run into anything that felt live servicey or microtransactiony. Right. To the, it was yeah. What is, what is there? Sorry. Oh, I know. It just it's it's so devoid that I wasn't even thinking about it in there. Like that, that okay. how little it's been there. No, that's fucking good news. Um, do they have plans for future content, or, or is this literally just the game? Period. I have no idea. Hmm. I've not seen anything. Seems like a game to take it out on to pretty well. Yeah, you could probably do Maybe. do an additional campaign for this or, or something. But I I've not hmm. heard anything. Okay. No, I'll leave that to the viewers to look up. <laughs> decide if you want to play the game. Yeah, go figure, and then decide to do your own research. Yeah, go figure it out. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to do this for you. Go look it up. <laughs> yeah. Quit being a bitch. All right. All right. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. Do you, do you know what game you're doing next week? Oh, no. Um, All right. <laughs> It's a surprise. Skip over this thing. <laughs> surprise. I'm, you know what? There's like two or three different games I might end up doing. So I ain't going to say shit either. Sorry, guys. The suspense will kill you. Tune in next week. Take, take drugs for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, please do turn in next week. I was about to be like, yeah, if you want. No, do it. <laughs> I'm your dad. This, you have to. This is what marketing tells me is a call to action. Watch next week. L- listen, listen yes. next week. Yeah. Yes, listen all of you binary incels, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I always end up mouthing off to the listeners. I, I, I'm wrapping. This I'm up. really, I'm really afraid that that you may have some information that I don't. That our listeners are all incels. <laughs> We've only struck it in that one community for some reason. If that's the I don't case, know what it is about us. I'm gonna start. I, I want to basically just invert our list here and tell them that Division Two is the best game. They should all go buy it. <laughs> just dump all your money into Division Two and Wolfenstein Youngblood. You'll have a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sekiro is actually a three out of ten game. <laughs> get get angry. <laughs> You're gonna get death threats. I know. I know. Bring it. All right, I've been uh, Brent, a.k.a. Arcadia. I've been Andy, a.k.a. Solid Talker. Thanks to our producer who can stick around for another week, Duplo. You you done good, kid. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll find out soon if she likes. All right, have a good one, guys. Yeah, see ya.